Hey there, I am back from my break and I'm excited to share with you today about some things that God has been putting on my heart and teaching me about. So I'm so glad you're here. Listen in. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Vossler. And I'm thrilled to spend some time chatting with you and bring an inspiration, encouragement, and joy to your day. I'm a mom of eight kids, and I believe that motherhood is the greatest calling in the world. It is holy kingdom work, and God has not only called us, but also equipped us for this valiant mission, raising and training the next generation of mighty men and women of God. Every week, I will encourage, inspire, and equip you to really rejoice in the glorious, God-given calling of motherhood. At the end of each episode, I'll answer your questions and share tips and lifesavers that I've learned and keep learning as I raise my tribe. So come on, let's get started. Hey there, friends. I am so glad to be back with you. I am officially done with my break and I am back creating new content for you and podcasting every single week like I have been for the last year and a half. I can't believe it's been that long, but it has and it's so, so great. I am just thrilled to be able to connect with you in this way. It brings me so much joy and delight to do this. I really missed it when I was having my little break. I now have a wonderful new baby and our our family is really a delight. There's been a whole process of all of us growing and learning and, you know, settling into a new normal and I feel like we're we're getting there pretty well now. It's been a couple of months um, since our baby was born and life is really good. Life is really good. There are always new things to learn. There are always adjustments that have to be made with different kids, with, you know, schedules and all of that stuff. And so we've been doing all of that stuff too. So you are not alone. If you feel like you struggle when you have a new baby, there's always just a newness and things that we have to learn about and things we have to work through. So I'm right there with you. But I am very excited to be back. God has been teaching me some really great things, and I am very excited to share them with you as well. So today, I want to talk about taking our thoughts captive. Now, this is probably something that you've heard about, certainly something I've heard about for years and years and years. It comes up when you're a little kid growing up in church, it comes up in Sunday school, it comes up in youth group, it comes up in church when you get into, you know, adult services, or if you start in adult services when you're a little kid, like you just hear about it a lot. Today, I want to dig into this whole concept in a super, really practical way, because I am noticing things in my life and in my thought patterns that need to change. And that I'm working on changing by the grace of Jesus. And we all have them. And I think just like we are not instantly like Christ in every area of our life, the first moment that we get saved, even in our thought life, we have to be 
constantly renewing our mind, and there's another Christian thing that we talk about a lot, but we need to be constantly learning how to control our thoughts, to control the inner narrative that's in our minds, and how it makes us respond to ourselves, to things that happen to us, to our family, to those around us. Basically, every interaction we have with any human or any circumstance, we have to be able to be sure that our mind is set in the right place. So today, we're just going to talk briefly about how do we do that? Now, this is not turning into a Bible study podcast. If you want a Bible study podcast, I have a very fantastic one for you to listen to. You heard from my good friend Natalia at Girlfriends in the Word and her episode that she did with me this summer about how to get into the Word of God daily is now one of the top 10 episodes on this whole podcast. So if you haven't heard it, go back and find the episode with Natalia Drum and go check out her podcast too, because Girlfriends in the Word is an awesome Bible study podcast. That's just a fun little plug for my friend there. And I really do love what she's doing. So this is not turning into that. This is Rejoicing in Motherhood. And I have been finding that one of the ways that I can really be present and really be actually rejoicing and happy in my life and in my mothering is to do this simple thing of taking my thoughts captive. I think we all know that it's only simple in the concept. The actual working out of taking our thoughts captive is challenging. I am learning this at a whole new level. And I'm going to be talking about this today and also next week because I have some very practical things I want to share with you next week also. But for starters, let's get into the scripture. This is 2 Corinthians 10, 4, and 5. Here's what it says in the King James Version. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Another translation that I really love that's new to me is called the Passion Translation, and I'm going to read the same verses in the Passion Translation. 2 Corinthians 10, this one starts with verse 3 to 5. For although we live in the natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons, using manipulation to achieve our aims. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture, like prisoners of war, every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the Anointed One. I love the picture that that creates, that last sentence. We capture, like prisoners of war, every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the Anointed One. Do I do that in my life? 
Do you do that in your life? The thing that I notice in both of these translations is that we're talking about every thought. Every thought, whether it is conscious or even subconscious, whether it is a good thought or a bad thought, it doesn't matter. Think about being in a time of war. If you're a sentry and you are in charge of making sure that nothing, no enemy crosses your line, you don't just randomly decide different people to stop. You stop every single person that comes up to you and you have to prove that they are on your side or else they're not on your side and you kick them out. You don't let them through. And that is literally the intensity with which we need to think about what we're thinking about. We need to think about our thoughts and be so aware of our thoughts that anything that does not line up with the word of God, anything that, as this, as this says, opposes God or has an arrogant attitude that's raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God has to be kicked out. It has to be broken down and, ins- and we have to insist that it will bow in obedience to the anointed one. So how do we have a mind that is free and a heart that is full of love and life and peace? All we have to do, and I'm saying this tongue in cheek, all we have to do is capture every thought and make sure that it is obedient to Christ. These are the thoughts that we think on a normal, on an everyday basis And these are the thoughts that we think that are deep inside of us that we've been thinking since we were children, things that we think about other people, things that we think about ourselves. I'm going to talk more about the things we think about ourselves next week. But what I really want to emphasize here is that when you become aware of the things that are running through your mind on a daily basis, you have the authority to stop them. So if you're finding yourself in a spiral or you're finding yourself just feeling crummy about something that's going on or about yourself or about your kids, it is your job to be that sentry and to stop those thoughts right where they are and to say, no, you are not being obedient to Christ. You have to stop. And let's find out what the truth is. Now, how do we find out what the truth is? Because honestly, the only way to kill a lie is to come against it with truth. So the way to find out what the truth is, is we look in the Bible. Anything the Bible says is true. I tell this to my kids all the time. Everything the Bible says is true. (laughs) So if it's in the Bible, it is true. If, If what you're thinking about yourself or about somebody else does not line up with the way that Jesus thinks about you or thinks about those people, then that is not a thought that you want to keep. Jesus is agape love. He always chooses our highest good. He always chooses our highest good because we are the object of his affection and love. And that is how we are to see others. That is how we are to see ourselves. That means sometimes there are hard decisions to make. 
walking in love doesn't always mean everything's warm and fuzzy. There can be hard things. There can be challenges. There can be lines that we have to draw because it is in the best interest of that person. So this is our simple challenge to capture like prisoners of war, every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. My friends, this is as much a challenge for me today as it is going to be for you. But today I bless you with the grace of God. That is God's divine power to go beyond our natural ability. I bless you with grace. I bless you with the clarity to see and hear and to recognize every thought that's coming through your mind so that you can sort them out and decide which ones to keep and which ones to send away. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, and I will talk to you again next week with more practical tips on this topic. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Rejoicing in Motherhood. You will find show notes and more encouragement on this topic at kirstenvossler.com. Have a wonderful week, and remember, everything in this life is holy kingdom work. You are doing it, friend. You make the very heart of God rejoice. Keep going. I love you lots, and I'll talk to you again very soon.